I like that we got like it. We're building quite the stable of colors. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I love our our our, our telefam out there. We got regulars, but they don't show up in every episode. Yeah, and we got people that have been like in the shadows for a little while that might strike at any moment. I'm into that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And there, yeah. And there's like people who are regulars, but. Fuck, I'm just going to repeat what you said and think that I'm saying it differently, but I'm fucking not. <laughs> it's been 20 episodes, I'm used to it. supposed to do we shut it down <laughs> this is episode 20 case dog xx what i have i have a question for you all right i got your answer the fuck are we doing here dog we're listening to the messages our callers leave at three or four five one eight jams jams i'm casey you're bo correct hi bo hi i have heard all these calls well Spoiler, I've heard all these in like <laughs> half of one, and uh, you haven't heard anything. That's true. That's true. Let's get uh, straight to it with a follow-up from last week with number two. I'm excited about this. I love a follow-up. Hey, telefriends. It's Dave. Long-time listener, second-time caller. Right on, Dave. Uh, I'm calling in response to the message on uh, episode 19 from Molly about the beat poets. Casey, I'm going to save you a lot of shelf space. There's only two things you as an adult need, and that is, one, the Tank Girl Jack Kerouac parody Blue Helmet, and two... The song by Pigface, Newtopia, which is my jam in. That's all of the beat poets you ever need in your adult life, and you can clear everything else out. Uh, and my discussion question, speaking of Tank Girl, is what is y'all's favorite iced tea project? I know there are many to choose from, and in only one of them is he a mutant kangaroo. But uh, I feel like you guys can get some mileage out of this, so let me know. I'll take my answer off the air. Bye! Thanks for calling in again, Dave. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, how do we... We got to respond in the order, right? As as is received. Yeah. His first thing is your Beat Generation bookshelf, which I could not disagree (laughs) with more. (laughs) But I don't hate it. Oh, man. I'm not familiar with that Tank Girl story. Blue Helmet. We'll write that down, actually. Blue Helmet. I wonder why it's called that. Yeah, I couldn't disagree more, but I, I feel like I, I feel like You've opinion, made your case already. My opinion's known. I like it. He's saving me shelf space. Yeah. That's what I need. He's... You're in... You end up with a, with a parody of it and a song. A pig face song. A pig face song. <laughs> which... <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I mean, yeah, he's saving your shelf space for sure. So let's give a listen to this pig face song. What's it called again? 
Uh, I have no idea. Yeah, I can't look it up. Shit. All right, hold on. Just play the fucking call again. I'm doing it, dog. It's call two. Yes. Hey, telefriends. It's Dave. Hey, Dave. Along the song by Pigface, Newtopia, Newtopia, which is my jam. Thank you. I, th- I-, I-, I think Color is saying he's-, he's not a big fan. That's where I- I've got it somewhere in the middle. Yeah. I think you got to dip back in before you clear them out. I don't know if that's true. I think my generation my generation my generation my generation Okay, it's hard to talk over a thing where it's just somebody talking. I was, I had the beep. Yeah, but I don't, I'm not as familiar with uh, Pink Face's stylings as <laughs> evidently you are. What about it? I think you'd love America, like Alan Ginsburg. I was Broadway Bill Lee right there. <laughs> So, let's bring it in a little bit. So I'm not sure how I feel if I, my mind has been totally changed about the beats. But I'm pretty sure I don't care for pig face. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> so, you, so Tank Girl is, I believe, a movie you, you do have fondness for? I like... I like the movie Tank Girl. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I like the, uh, I mean, on, like, I like how Jamie Hewlett draws. Yeah. Um, I had a buddy once who had three VHS movies and one of them was Tank Girl. Whoa. I have a jam out. Oh yeah. You got a jam out from, uh, Pig Face? Yeah. It goes like this. It's a body count. Oh. 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 
iPhone bubbling by Q Ryan. Q Ryan? Q R I O N. for that they're much younger than me is it possible that you're gonna say that ice t's best project isn't his reading of r.a salvatore's like <laughs> that book you get for free with audible.com you know what i'm talking about i do and there is not because <laughs> like, that, that has is to be your shit right to earn. <laughs> i mean i love me some most dangerous game yeah yo he's in um He's in motherfucking Johnny Mnemonic. Man. When we talked about movies that we walked out of, I didn't walk out of Johnny <laughs> Mnemonic, but I sure as shit fell asleep during it. Johnny Mnemonic. I woke know, up at the end and I was like, oh, okay. Do you know about this? Do you know that Johnny Mnemonic has a... Uh, has mnemonic a, device? Has a Japanese cut that's supposed to be, like, great. It's always a, it's a sci-fi go-to. There's another cut that makes it good. It's like, nah, it's just a shitty sci-fi movie. I would, I love the concept of Johnny Mnemonic enough that I'm like, I'd be willing to watch the Japanese cut of this movie. I can't find it anywhere, though. I haven't seen it since the theater. It's got a... Since I saw the first half and the back five minutes. <laughs> it's got a telepathic dolphin. Mm, well, yeah, that's in my that's in my wheelhouse. Yeah. My house made of wheels. Do you remember when, when me 
and you and my wife all fell asleep watching that Star Wars movie. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was like a fucking Sada, man. That's a good movie. And I was like... And I, well, I woke up and I looked over and you were asleep and your wife was asleep. Then I looked a row ahead of us to the right to the guy by himself and he was asleep. Yeah. And then like behind us is a little kid asleep. It's like, it's a whole thing. Yeah. It was straight nap time. In they place. had it like three degrees above body temperature. <laughs> yeah, it was perfect. <laughs> we're like... It you, was like the late show. Yeah. It was, it was that kind of warmth that like you felt fine until you were asleep. You were yeah. like, man, I, I don't I feel that dark. <laughs> so you were going, huh. It's like, what? <laughs> when did Alan Tudyk robot show up? Yeah, there's a lot about that movie. And when you only watch the beginning and the end, you're like, this movie doesn't make any goddamn sense. <laughs> <laughs> you get surprised again when that dead guy shows up. That actor's dead. He's been dead for 20 years. And he's walking around not being a dead person. Well, you know. I don't care for it. Where are we going? <laughs> I'm not done. About I want to keep talking about, about dead people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, let's, uh, we have a, a, another call that had some issues with our last All right. episode, and that, uh, call number six. Hey, dudes, it's Brendan. Brendan. I, uh, I'm calling to take a stand for Bob Dylan. I felt like. Whoa, all right. At 18, you guys kind of roughed up the old Dillmeister. The old um, Dildog. I, I don't Dildog. think you should ever step aside for Jacob because Jacob's not, uh, he's not an heir to the throne. Um, talented and, and all that, but you know, he's not an heir to the throne. Um, and I'm standing up because from like 1999, to, I can't speak for the last five years, but like 1999 to I don't know, 2010 or 12, something like that. Dylan was still making good music. He wasn't doing the same thing. He was making this like, like love and I don't know, douchebag Americana rock and roll. Um, and the band he played with was fantastic. His songwriting is still great. Um, he can't sing for shit, but that's not new. Um, so uh, he's in my mind. He's not a guy that's just hosting at this point. I mean, he's still making very vibrant, uh, you know, relevant music. Just, you know, you got to tune in. Um, and I'm, I'm totally out on bare naked ladies. <laughs> um, although coincidentally or oddly or whatever, one of the bands that I've seen more times than any other band in my life is the Dave Matthews band. Whoa. I cannot stand. Um, and that's because in like the, in 94, 95, 96, I was really into the Grateful Dead and Fish. I used to go to their shows all the time. And there was uh, like a period of time where right. Dave Matthews Band was the opener for both the Grateful Dead and Fish. And so I saw Dave Matthews Band open like nine times in a row. And <laughs> it was too much. Damn. Um, but having said that, Dave Matthews Band is a hundred times better than Rusted Root, so. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Take that, Rusted Root. Yeah. Shots fired. Crash into you. <laughs> I would hate it if I had seen Dave Matthews Band a lot of times. Is there a band that you're not, like, super huge on that you've seen a bunch of times for no reason? Or for a reason? That uh, no, I've got this... What's what's the I band? Got this pretty peculiar thing about me. 
Oh. Where if I don't like a thing, I don't do it. Yeah, but <laughs> you would like <clears throat> you're gonna go see car seat headrest. Okay. You show up to the show. Yeah. There's a local band opening up for them. Okay. And you're just early, and, and they, they pl- and they suck. Yeah. Like you would do that. Yeah, but I'm not gonna go see any band like twice in a row. <laughs> And at the second time, guess who's not going to get there early? <laughs> the guy who has to watch that shitty band, me. What's the band that you think you've seen the most in your life? Uh, I haven't done a whole lot of like... Not a lot of repeat business repeat. from Case Dog. I saw the Pixies like three times. Whoa. I saw Frank Black put on the worst show I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Yeah, it was That's a bummer. bad. He was like morose... Yeah, I went to a Sebado reunion, yeah, and it was the pits. I just kept looking while I was like, "Like, how many songs before we just say fuck it?" Sebado sounds a lot like. Should we go? <laughs> Sebado, out the door. That's like one of my favorite bands, and they finally got back together. Yeah, and I'm like, oh man, broke my heart. But then I saw Dinosaur Junior, which is essentially, you know the same level for me yeah when they started doing stuff again and it was amazing that's because they shred yeah but you know here's the thing brendan i want to say uh thank you for your call you're one of my favorite callers mm. i'm not sure <laughs> this motherfucker just won a fucking nobel prize for literature like he doesn't need our validation yeah like yeah but that's not the fun of pop culture or yeah, doing anything yeah, yeah i'm just saying like and he does suck now like i'm sorry but you, like you could be writing beautiful poetry but if the, it sounds like his my asshole music still rumbling good. that's yeah. true like he had an album last year like when he had a dope ass video or i was like right on man fucking dylan still doing it why don't you do this live i think i think he's i think i think brenda's right he still makes vital music i just my question back to Brendan would be, like, if Jacob Dylan isn't an heir to the lyrical throne of Bob Dylan, then who is? is? Yeah. Who is? Not David Michael Matthews, evidently. Certainly not. Um, <laughs> and, I, I mean, nobody springs to mind off the top of my head. Um, I don't listen to music. I don't know anything about anything. What, where, where are we going now? The three tapes I listened to today. Yep. Was the Billy Joel tape I bought yesterday, two days ago. Yeah. Uh, Billy Joel, The Thinking Man's Bruce Springsteen. A early Rolling Stones album. Which one? I can't remember the name of it. That's how good I am at music. What songs were on it? Good ones. And today I listened to (laughs) Purple Rain. Yeah, man. I'm on top of shit. I listened to Purple Rain today too, man. I know. I think that's why I listened to it. I heard you listening to it. I was like, that's a good idea. <laughs> it was a good idea. <laughs> well, fuck. We'll keep on this train with number five. Gentlemen, old pop here. Whoa. Great lyrics can capture the imagination. They can be the essence of moods, things, places. What line would grab the current beating being of today's Austin. I give you three choices to consider. First, the picturesque musings of Texas's own Billy Gibbons. Okay. Well, I was rolling down the road 
in some cold blue steel. I had a blues man in the back and a beautician at the wheel. <laughs> or, as another Texan, Ray Hubbard declared, Screw you, we're from Texas. And last, okay. the son of a gangster who was a Russian Jewish immigrant, Warren Zevon most once noted, I saw a werewolf with a Chinese menu in his hand. Whoa. So who captured Austin in the lyric? Billy, Ray, or Warren? Thank you for your time, and remember, there is never a right time to do a wrong thing. Yo. <laughs> that dude's on some shit, man. I love it when old pop calls calls and fucking I didn't realize that was the opening line for Werewolves of London. Is that the opening line? Yeah. It's a it's a good line. That's not a werewolf with a Chinese menu in his hand. Here's why that doesn't encapsulate Austin. Is <laughs> because it's fucking kinda hard to get good Chinese food in this town, dog. Um Sorry, Warren. <laughs> you idiot. Uh, the screw you. I'm from. Te- screw you. We're from Texas. Yeah, yeah. Have you heard that one? No, but I want to say that that you know. I don't know that being from Austin is being from Texas. I don't think it's indicative of the same thing. All right, that leaves that leaves us with a surprising winner of ZZ Top out of these three. Yeah, and I gotta say, <clears throat> it. You know, it doesn't describe my experience in Austin, but it feels like pretty a pretty genuine deal. I kind of want to hear a little bit of that one. What is that song? It's called I'm Bad, I'm Nationwide. Fuck yeah. It's easy to talk, not surprising. I'm not mad. CZ Top's like from the area, right? They're like from San Antonio, Austin. Where I was rolling down the road in some cold blue steel, I had got a flange on the fucking vocals? Yeah, man, this is full on and off. Going downtown in the middle of the night We're laughing and I'm joking and we're feeling all right Oh, I bet I made I feel like we made the right choice. Yeah, yeah, this is it. Yes, I'm The Nationwide Insurance hasn't picked this up yet. <laughs> they, they don't want to be bad. <laughs> I'm bad. I'm Nationwide is the worst possible. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know if they have to use direct recording. Right. They're, they're not relating to the blues man in the rear and the mutation at the wheel either. What about... Not bad. Don't I'm not bad. <laughs> <laughs> or I'm bad. I'm not nationwide. So you tell me, like, okay, like uh, we've talked about this before, but I think it bears repeating that. Uh, I don't hear the calls. Yeah. The only th- ways I get to prepare is you mm-hmm. tell me when there's jams. When you need a jam out. When I need a jam out. Today you also texted me. Think about songs that um 
what how did you put it pretty eloquently it's it's probably in like rhyming couplet it was hold on he said also may want to think about songs that to describe today's austin which yeah that sounds like me it does so this did a better job of the one that i picked (laughs) (laughs) a probably 40 year old zz top song yeah nailed it what else you got oh shit here is <laughs> uh, yeah, fuck it. Let's just do it without worrying about it. Do uh, number four. Hey there, Telefam. It's Rachel here. Uh, Chris and I are getting ready to do some spring cleaning and organizing. And uh, with the pol- current political climate, it got me thinking, uh, what should I wear to the apocalypse? <laughs> There's a follow-up question. What it, does your uh, apocalyptic capsule wardrobe look like? Bye. Bye. Yo, what's your preferred apocalypse wear? I was talking to my old man a while back about uh, the apocalypse. Yeah. And he's like, I'm like, you know, would you ever get in the prepping or whatever? And he's like, fuck no, man. Like, yeah, no. So I was like, what would you? He was like, yo, fuck that. Like, run towards the fucking apocalypse. Like, (laughs) the last thing you want to be is last man standing. Because... That just seems like a dumb, depressing way to go. Like, so what do I wear to the apocalypse? Fucking nothing. Like, <laughs> yeah, whatever, it's like, dog. It's like people, like when zombies were becoming a big thing, people were like, oh, what would you do during the zombie apocalypse? Like, fucking die, dog. <laughs> yeah. Like, quick. Yeah. <laughs> like, if they didn't get me, like, before I knew what was happening, I'm taking care of business myself. <laughs> Because I want nothing to do with this. Yeah, this looks like no fun at all. I'm an overweight asthmatic. I'm not going to make it. <laughs> you that, know? That said, if you had to run from... That's got to be like light cottons, right? Like yeah. if I know I'm going to die, <laughs> that's what I want to go down in, right? <laughs> some breezy inst- shit. Some kind of institutional garb. Or do I need like pumps? Am I outrunning the apocalypse? Is that the implication? <laughs> like Reebok pumps? <laughs> yeah. That's the fastest shoe alive. <laughs> It's probably, the apocalypse is probably like a six pump situation, right? For sure. Pump, 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 pump. <laughs> One side pump. <laughs> oh, too far. Release. Those shits were hot in these streets in 1991. Air shoes. What not? Fuck. Um, yeah, I mean, like, if I had to, like, escape to the woods zombie apocalypse style, though, my plan. I mean, you're going to be, like, camos and. <clears throat> my knives, plan is right? to get. Put a dirt bike in the back of the truck. Okay. With as much gasoline as we can carry. Okay, so you're going to have to pick up a dirt bike. I, yeah. But I'm already looting and pillaging. So okay, okay, okay. And then... Fortunately, you live across the street from the biggest dirt bike suppliers in the I do. southwest. Dirt bikes with a Z. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Keeping it dirty <laughs> since 81. <laughs> um, what was the... Side note. What was the... Uh, <laughs> picture i sent you of the business i found in crazy bikes or something like that was it clown dog bikes oh no it was shoot it was off a weird road name too <laughs> insane bike collector <laughs> <laughs> the name of the business is insane bike collector it's like a, a horror movie <laughs> so i fucking i fucking take the truck Okay. As you put far a, as it'll go. A dirt bike. We got two dirt bikes in the back. Okay. Me and my lady. His and hers. Yeah. For me and the wife. 
Because also, she's going to be like the enforcer part of this. <laughs> she's she's going to be making the hard decisions. Yes. Yeah. Um, the decisions that you're not ready to make. Then we fucking get out of the, the, the truck, light that shit on fire when we leave it, mm-hmm. and then fucking take off into the woods dirt bike style mm-hmm. where eventually we find a secluded area with a fresh water source let's not let's build ourselves a mirror house a mirror house yeah what is that like it's like a tree house mm-hmm. exterior completely covered in mirrors ah uh, so thus camouflaged until something sees itself but if you're up in the trees mm-hmm. i get you i yeah. get you yeah it seems like a lot of supplies you're gonna have to have ready i would get collecting now i'm looting along the way yeah, I would go ahead and start getting the supplies together if this is the plan. Okay, I think you're right. Yeah. Earlier today, you were like, we were we were talking about what do you fucking put in an attic? Christmas supplies, zombie escape gear. Yeah, that's the other thing. Yeah, I got a couple notes, but talk about it. I don't know if you want to set that truck on fire. Just hide it under some stuff. Who knows if you might need an escape truck at some point. That's true. I could keep the truck. I was just trying to like throw them off my trail. So this is a personal apocalypse. <laughs> so you're you're uh, not talking about the coming of the zombie horde so much as you're talking about a Ruby Ridge situation where you have to live on the mountain to escape the lawman. I'm going to say I don't know what Ruby Ridge is, but yes. It was the guy who, he the feds were looking for him. He went to Idaho and lived on a mountain. Okay, yeah. He may or may not have been a white supremacist, but... That wouldn't... When the government came, they that said... That part of it wouldn't apply to me. When the government came, they sent like 400 officers who camped out for like eight days. And it was just this dude and his family Ugh. with like hunting rifles. It was, a, it was an example of fine governmenting. I mean. That took a turn, huh? Yeah, it did. Welcome to Telefriend. <laughs> you know what? Play call number three. Hey, guys. It's me, Adam. I figured out how to use phones. Um, I'm in a town called Aonang. I think that's how you pronounce it. Oh, dang. Anyhow. Aonang. Like, it's sort of like the Atlantic City of Thailand. Whoa. Um, which is to say, I'm hiding in my hotel room. (laughs) Um, and I had a question for y'all because I've sort of been thinking about this thing, um, about human behavior and uh, I was curious what your opinion was oh my God. and and what it really boils down to is I was kind of wondering why why do people party like I um, <laughs> I rode the ferry today and you know I had to stop at the island where they do like the full moon parties and do you remember that show Party On like the E show and I remember watching that when I was a kid and I was like man oh, yeah, that yeah. shit looks so cool uh, I want to go party on places. <laughs> um, but yeah, I saw all these people come on and I was like, wow, I don't ever want to party on. Um, and it's just like, everyone was so tired. And actually this kid had like a seizure on the boat. It was really scary. Jesus. Um, I think he's okay. Um, but basically, yeah. Like what, what is the point of that really? Like, I mean, I can't you like I mean you, you can have a good time you can even get drunk with your friends or stoned with your friends or take any sorts of drugs with your friends why do you need like a thousand other 
people who are not your friends around. That's kind of what I'm wondering. So, like, why, yeah, like, why, why do people do this? Like, what is the attraction? Cause, like, I've met some people that are like, oh man, it's so fun. And then I've, I, you know, I asked everyone that I saw, like, if they enjoy it. And, like, a lot of people are like, no, it's over, it's overrated. So, like, why go, right? Is it, is it the marketing? Is it the branding? Like, what is it? What is it? Help me. Help me figure it out. All right. I'm going to keep this one short because I don't know how many Skype credits I have left. Bye. I just want to say, right off the bat. Party on, Adam. Party on, Adam. No. <laughs> I was like, yo, Adam's got, like, the most gripping fucking voice. Like, I, like as, he's like, as soon as he opens up, I'm like, yeah. I'm fucking strapped in. He's a, he's a solid user, user of the pause. He, like, he knows <sighs> the power and the weight of a good pause. Also, I just want to tell you. Me. Casey. Yes. Adam's fucking traveling this earth. You know? Yeah. He's in the Atlantic city of Thailand. Can you imagine a crazier place? <laughs> in his hotel room. <laughs> Hiding away in his hotel room. And what is he doing in his hotel room? He's fucking examining himself. Contemplating his Skype credits. Contemplating Skype credits. And also questioning the value of self-indulgent behavior. Yeah. And then relating that experience to a larger audience thus living a fucking beat generation dream <laughs> <laughs> is that what this is? is that what this is he's doing it if you're sold on adam i wouldn't throw away those books yet okay um i have always felt that there's a really so he's not against the idea of like having a good time enjoying yourself no. maybe changing your mind set using yeah. Drugs of sure. any sort. Right. But he's curious why you would do that with a bunch of people. <laughs> Specifically, like, in a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a full moon party situation. Yeah. I remember one time, me and a friend of mine went... This is in college. College? Yeah. College I've days. heard of it. Uh, me and my friend went to a dance club. Ooh. Right? And <laughs> we ran into some people we knew there. And they were like, hey... Uh, what the fuck are you guys doing here? Like, this is not for you, assholes. Yeah. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. And it was like, I don't know why it was, one, it was obscenely true. Like, that was very <laughs> true. We were very much like, we don't fucking yeah. know how to operate in a place like this. Um, But I don't know what the dead giveaway was, necessarily. Like, I don't know why it's so obvious that we weren't we didn't belong there i don't know why it's so obvious that like like even when i watched fucking wild on or fucking mtv spring break as a kid i was like i don't want to be in a fucking phone party are you crazy <laughs> that looks gross well, your story is is similar like my favorite during my what should have been my college years but uh, were my just wonder years hanging out watching seasons of the wonder years years <laughs> my favorite rock club i guess for lack of a better term sure drinking establishment turned into a dance club mm-hmm. but kept both the same staff so i still kept going oh man that, that, that was like, like a, a real shift parade like i had like find like the five like dance songs that i liked that i kept requesting <laughs> was yeah. it was it like? Was it like, like that Chemical Brothers song is not so bad? I guess I'll ask for that one. Man, that Chemical Brothers fucking rule. Was was it like the scene in 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 Airheads when Joe Montana finds out that they're switching to an easy listening station? 
<laughs> Your uh, assumption of my familiarity with airheads is flattered. <laughs> <laughs> but way off base. Airheads is... I don't, look, I want to float this to you. Okay. Because I don't know who else is in this movie, but I've been thinking about it a okay. lot lately. Like, if we were going to remake a movie... Same cast. Starring us? Yes. Like... We're going to be in Airheads? What would that movie be? And I We like, need a third dude. Airheads, you need like five. Because well, you need no, Brendan you Fraser need the and Steve Buscemi, yeah. the fucking... Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler. That's the core. Is there another guy? No, there's three. Look at this motion. Don't do it. I don't care for it. <laughs> it was so, like an unsexy trigger motion. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this show is an uh, unsexy trigger warning. <laughs> Um, yo, I, what I'm saying to you is I wanted you to keep that in the back of your head as okay. though I called the show. All right. Well, recasting But, but let, now let's talk up. No, not recasting Airheads. Us. <laughs> in Airheads. No, not necessarily. Not necessarily heads. Um, I'm talking about me and you are now the principal <laughs> actors in a remake of a well-known movie, uh-huh. but this time it's us. Okay. You know, am I am I Brendan Fraser? Like you would be uh, the Dax Shepard in the remake of oh, Chips. <laughs> okay. Sorry, I understand if you want to quit the show. <laughs> um, I mean, it, it's like Adam was saying; it's the shared experience, right? It's the. I think there's a performance. Yeah, everybody's it, convincing though. everybody else that they're doing this. But maybe we just think that because we're fucking overanalyzing assholes who can't fucking get loose at a fucking party. Yeah. Maybe well maybe everyone's like that. Maybe those fucking weirdos at Ibiza are having the time of their goddamn lives and like the Ibiza. fuck do I know about it? I Ibiza. think too hard about shit so I never get to enjoy a dance club. So the primary enjoyment out of that is mostly dudes trying to get laid, right? I guess. Guys are just trying to get laid. Usually. This is from the outside in. I don't know. I'm, I'm making some assumptions. Yeah. That was never my scene. I wasn't like DMXing it. Wh- what do you mean? I'm not going to say it again. I don't know exactly what you mean. You do what I mean. You're smiling at me. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I didn't remember what you were talking about at first, but now I know. <laughs> But like, if you're if you're in the audience of Telefriends, are are you confident that you know what you're referring to? Should this be like a stinger we have? Like, yeah, like we if can just we press the if, button? if we had a sound guy, if there was a third chair who had a soundboard, if there was a Fred, yeah, let's call him Will. Yeah, <laughs> he would have a soundboard, and that w- one of his buttons would be this, and the DMX voice would have. You would. This is me. Okay, I'm the sound guy. Yeah. Put it in. DMX line. <laughs> I just gotta get my dick sucked. Yo, it, I, I think, also, I think this might be a milestone for us. I think that might be our first international telefriends call. International? Yeah, we've gone international, episode 20. Yeah, that's like, that's touching that he would take part, his time on his quest across Asia to <clears throat> give us a call. I think he's really like... I think Adam is a genuine seeker, man. Like, I think he's really out there. That's awesome. Out there getting it. Like, I think he's out there. Making life happen. Yeah. I fucking love that dude. I made him walk around a mall with me for seven hours looking for an Adidas tracksuit. <laughs> <laughs> he 
was a good man to have with you in a mall, probably. <laughs> you have no idea. His navigational skills on that mall were unfucking believable. It's <laughs> a guy you want to take to Asian country with if, you. Yo, if I gotta be in the fucking the Thailand equivalent of Atlantic City, I need an Adam. <laughs> All right, but so I know I, 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 I'm aware that several of these I've noticed that several of these calls have tread upon some darker subjects, some near bummers, near bummers. Mm-hmm. I'm afraid the call number one keeps that streak alive. God damn, lighten up, hello friends. <laughs> Hey, tell friends. Uh, so the other day, uh, a friend of mine asked me uh, if it was uh, possible for a man to uh, insert his testicles into his body cavity. Uh, And I immediately replied, yes, Uh, very sure, uh, because uh, like uh, sumo wrestlers apparently uh, can can do that. Uh, You have to train at a young age, Uh, but uh, but apparently it can be done to push the uh, push your balls in uh, so that you can uh, avoid injury. And as soon as I said that, uh, I immediately questioned it because I remembered the source was a uh, Ian Fleming James Bond novel. Yeah. Uh, I believe it was uh, You Only Live Twice. And I realized that for each ball. what I didn't know at the time when I read it, which is that Ian Fleming is a very unreliable source of information <laughs> uh, about other cultures. Uh, for example, he had a passage in uh, uh, Live and Let Die in which he explains how to beat up a Negro uh, because there are different rules uh, from beating up your average white guy. Uh, so, uh, yeah, he's a very questionable source, uh, but I didn't realize that at the time. <laughs> and I was wondering if you guys had any uh, things like that that you just kind of assumed were fact when you read them and uh, have been carrying them around for a long time and uh, now wonder if they are, in fact, true. Uh, yeah, I, I side note, I did look up the sumo wrestler testicle thing, and I just found articles saying that the idea was popularized by Ian Fleming. <laughs> uh, so... Guessing that's probably not true. Don't recommend trying it. Peace out. Yo. I want to say that fucking... Can't you, like, if you, like, jump in icy water, your balls can fucking, like, retract? I think that's more of a made-famous-by-Seinfeld shrinkage thing where everything is getting tightened. I don't think they're literally re... Mm, no. Rescinding? I don't think they're ascending. But like rescind, like are our... they have once fell, so now they're going back. Yeah. They're reascending. Reascending? No, because they've never ascended before. Undescended. That can be a thing. I don't think you can do that, but that's not the point of this call. <laughs> this call solves the mystery of disappearing testicles. So do you do you know do you, is there anything that you spent a long time believing and then uh, you're not actually sure about? Strangely enough, yeah, the, whether or not James Bond movies were any good, they're not. Why do we care? I mean, I think there's a few things about this. Okay. Um, I, I weirdly don't like James Bond, but I'm I find him to be an interesting topic like he's a good archetype to discuss i think you know what i mean um he's a <laughs> he's a, you know he's like a popular enough and well-known enough thing that you can like use him in discussions you know yeah 
Um, he's also... I love the title title sequences of all James Bond movies are my favorite thing. Yeah. But um, they're usually the best part of the movie. For sure. Except for Quantum of Solace, which is an amazing fucking movie. Quantum. Quantum. And it's widely considered like the, Quantum the, of bad, it's, it's the worst one of all the Bond Yeah, movies. but I think it's the only one that's a truly modern Bond movie. But I realize that this is my fucking unpopular opinion about this <laughs> because I'm not a fan of Bond. So like by Bond standards, it's a bad Bond movie. But I think by movie standards, it's fucking great. And yeah, I, I also think it's like where Bond ought to be. Um, also Casino Royale, the Daniel Craig Casino Royale is really good. I guess my problem with like the modern Bond is even when it's like this grittier reboot Daniel More Craig shit. Bond. Yeah, which is cool and I'm down with that. But it's still so fucking heavily relies on me giving a shit about Bond as a thing and like having Bond knowledge. Right, 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 right. For it to be playing off of and it's not being like, a fresh Yeah. Like clean fan, thing fan service shit yeah like in those know. fucking those are like some old nerds that are bond nerds For and they sure. they're gonna follow you anywhere you don't have to have the constant re- back reference yeah that's what i think is so great about quantum of Solace is it doesn't fucking do that like it doesn't constantly do that to you it's not constantly reminding you of the legacy of bond uh, the thing i always talk about is that it's the one where he is the least fucking smarmy to the to the female lead yeah like uh he seems human he's not fucking totally skeevy he's just kind of skeevy yeah and then he's not like hmm i just got this special made walther ppk from q like or whatever. not bad thanks <laughs> shit <laughs> Uh, as far as the other questions concerned, whether or not I used to think I have this thing where every once in a while I like be in a situation and think that cartoon physics apply when cartoon <laughs> physics do not apply. Yeah, like a home alone situation. Like, like you get left and your parents go on a European vacation, <laughs> and you just go ahead. And these two guys want to rob your house, which is bad, but you decide to go ahead and murder them. <laughs> Like that situation. Like I some like I remember I remember I remember like, this is years ago, but I remember like my sister put a kink in a hose one time. You know, mm-hmm. and do you think it was gonna get I real big and explode? Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. And I was like, oh, that doesn't happen. That's a that's only cartoons. Okay. <laughs> I'm like ninety percent sure every time I start to speak, like example example C, this sentence that what I'm saying is going to be wrong anyways, and I just attempt to speak with confidence. So you usually don't think you know what you're talking about, but you're like, fuck it. I'm going to just walk in. No, no, no. It's, it's all hindsight. It's like, I'll, I'll say a thing and I'll be like, hmm, Casey, how do you know that that's a fact? <laughs> then I'll be like, well, I don't know, Casey, you heard it somewhere, right? And it's like, eh, somebody asked, say, a fucking magazine or something. I'm like, all right, let's go with that. And so we're like, really? Is that true? And it's like, yeah, I read it in a magazine. <laughs> um, we're all full of shit. We're all full of shit. That's true. What, uh, what, I hope we've sufficiently addressed that call. I'm not sure we did. Maybe we did. Look, we don't have answers for everything. Well, I've got answers for nothing. What, I got answers for the next call. What's up? That was it. That was it? That's it. Shit!
Well, fuck, Ben. Dunzo, gunzo, <laughs> my bunzo, bozo. <laughs> I didn't realize dunzo, that was gunzo, a thing. my bunzo, bozo. <laughs> I was going with a, like a thing, and I realized your name and zo made a word. Bozo. Yeah, I'm sure you've heard that before, haven't you? It's not the first. Time. Do you? We, do you remember how fucking captivating the fucking ping pong ball bucket toss was? On bozo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was like white knuckle yeah. oh shit and like you had your own theories like mm, this is what you should be doing <laughs> put some backspin on it put a yeah. little English on it win yeah. that bike yeah it's yours to take <laughs> where was Bozo was Bozo Atlanta that shit I don't know me and me and me and Chicago Chicago that sounds right me and my wife were talking about like how thrilling the fucking ping pong ball toss was I like had this super strong memory of being in elementary school and me and this other nerdy-ass kid talking about going on Double Dare together. Whoa. And he's like, well, here's the problem. He's like, we're both too smart. We've got the questions down. <laughs> he's like, but we'll never be able to complete compete in any head-to-head physical activity. That's why I must kill you, Casey. <laughs> Strangely enough, my second memory of that person, like, uh-huh. that's my only memory of talking to him. The second time I remember talking to him is a super bummer and i wish i had not started down this path because <laughs> we're on, into on, the bummer episode hold on make up a non-bummer was at his wedding <laughs> and you were like congratulations and, and i said like, i'm you, having the happiest day of my life <laughs> and i said you may kiss the bride <laughs> and he did if you and i case dog and Bo, <laughs> we're gonna be the stars of a movie. Okay. Remake style. Yes. What would that Biodome. be? Biodome. Now, really? <laughs> it's always Biodome. <laughs> Biodome? Airborne. What about... Slash you dog dog you. What about, like, Pure Luck? I don't remember Pure Luck. With Martin Short? Got nothing. Oh, what about... Inner inner space, okay, okay. Yeah. I like what you're doing here. Yeah, yeah. You, which one of us is the Martin Short? I'm probably the Martin Short. <laughs> All artist. right, shit. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Yeah, it's a good dig. Inner Point space. break. Ooh, are you? You're Keanu. You're Johnny Utah. I think I'm probably Johnny Utah. Yeah. Or you're for sure Swayze. For sure Swayze. <laughs> you're for sure Swayze. <laughs> You you're an, you're Anthony Kiedis. Yo, I can see that. Um, or, 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 you know what your one line is if you're Anthony Kiedis? That would be, be a waste, waste of time. time. <laughs> does those yeah, wild does Kiedis elbows. I, who's the dude in that movie? Gary Busey? I could be the Gary Busey character. You could be the Buse. Yeah. That would give us a, well, I don't know. Well, then who's going to be our, that's really a three person yeah. project, isn't it? Yeah. Hmm. You could be, I would be Gary Busey and you would be John C. McGinley, and it would be a sequel to Point Break that was like the relationship between those two and how it went south. Parallel story. Yeah. While they're off doing their thing, <laughs> it's what they're getting into back at the office. It's a real. <laughs> it's a real workplace comedy. It's a real death of a salesman. <laughs> yeah. <I'll>... Office. <laughs> Police office drama. Like. Drama, drama. Like it would be just called police office. Yeah, just dudes straight talking at each other for two hours. 
talk break. Yeah. I'm in. Let's, let's go ahead and write this. Okay. I'm in. Um, in the meantime, however, what I want to I want to do something. I want to thank everybody for listening. And I want to thank everybody for calling. And I want to know what Casey's spotlight special thank you call is. I think Adam. It's got to be, right? International. International Adam. He, he has a purpose to his calls. Shit, yeah, man. Adam knocked it out of the park. There's a lot of strong calls this week. Lots of strong calls. Pops came through. I want to listen to some ZZ Top on my on my way out today. As I go pick up my chicken taco, throw some cinnaballs in that. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so some ZZ Top fucking meal. Every girl crazy about a chicken and waffle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I want to thank everybody who's like subscribed to our show and. If you rate and review it, that's super helpful. But most importantly, telling a friend is the thing that you can do that would help us the most. For sure. We're also on the shit out of social media right now. Yeah, we're all over that place. But I I feel like we should talk about it. I don't know why you're so dismissive of it. I don't get it. I don't understand. You're trying to catch flies with vinegar over here. I feel like we've done... We've performed our thing. Uh If they've made it this far, they're already fans. Sure. And then, like, I think we hit them with bullet points on the way. But, right, but like, what we part of what we need you to do is tell a friend so that we can like continue having calls yeah. and making the show. I said that shit. But it seems like one of the easier ways to telling a friend is fucking liking us on the fucking phone book and fucking hollering. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, I, I don't want to. D- I feel like you're discouraging people from doing that. I don't want to belittle our Facebook world or our phone booking. Phone books, dog. It. I think we're doing good work. I think we we put interesting stuff up. Check it out. Maybe and, if you haven't seen it, you'd like to give it a fucking yeah. Call. Click, click. You click the like button, and then your fucking buddies see that you like the thing, and they go, "What's that thing?" And they look at it, and fucking here we are. That's how Facebook appears to work, as far as I understand it. I want to thank Taku for the use of his theme song. Are you waiting for me to fill in the blanks again? To do. Off his album. Do what you love. I knew that. Well, I thought you were setting me up, teeing me up. Ooh, back it up. Ooh, ooh. Oof. Did you just do a? Did you just silently fart? I'm right on the edge. <laughs> <laughs> the bubble gonna burst, <laughs> and I am so sorry. <laughs>
Gotta get my dicks up.